This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 433. Life as an Amateur, The Power of Fear, and Finally, Turning Pro. Good morning and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down why you might be living far below your potential, how your habits and fears reveal more about you than anything, and what it takes to finally make that pivot that will change everything. Here we go. About eight years ago, I published an episode of this podcast where I discussed one of my all-time favorite books. It's called Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. And recently, I've been going through some significant changes in my life and career, and so it makes sense now for me to revisit this pivotal book. And we'll check in with your progress as well, because if you heard the episode eight years ago, you have probably changed, evolved, and grown since then. Uh, If you did not hear it, that's fine. In fact, it's actually even better, because the episode this week is going to reintroduce this book and its concepts, and we're also going to dig into two other books by Stephen Pressfield in the next two episodes, both The War of Art and Do the Work. So this is part one of three of going through three of my all-time favorite books, and they're all by the same author, and they all fit in the same category of inspirational, eye-opening content. So let's first dig into Turning Pro itself. What is it? Well, Turning Pro is actually a very short book, but it packs a really strong punch. The book outlines a simple premise. You are an amateur until you decide not to be. Now, as simple as that sounds, it's one of the most difficult transitions you'll ever make in your life and career, but ultimately will prove to be one of the most rewarding. So let's begin this discussion of turning pro first with what it means to be an amateur. The first key component is that you do what you want when you want. So if you are an amateur, you are choosing to think short term. Amateurs will wait for motivation. They are more emotional. They are more distracted. Ultimately, amateurs are not doing the thing that needs to get done. Instead, they're doing the thing they want to do when they want to do it. If you are an amateur from this perspective, which is probably one of the most important, it means that you are living your life moment to moment. It means you are choosing impulsively what you think is the next best choice without a lot of foresight or planning or discipline or real insight into the best possible next decision. Being an amateur just simply means you choose to do what you want when you want. And ultimately, I'm going to hopefully make the argument here, as Stephen Pressfield does, that that's not the best path for you. The second component is that amateurs are basing their future on hope, luck, and circumstance. Amateurs, honestly, they play the victim. They assume that others are out to get them, that they are the recipients of bad luck. They ultimately are allowing fear to stop them from acting, and they dream of success, but they're not pursuing it because the fear is stopping them. 
They are hoping for better days and basing their future and circumstances on things that are outside of their own control. Playing the victim is a real strong aspect of being an amateur. It means that you are taking the control away from yourself and you're putting it in the hands of someone else, hoping that they will do the right thing for you, but ultimately being proven wrong. So amateurs, they base their future on hope, luck, and circumstance in a way that does not play to their advantage, that the long-term trajectory here is one of, let's cross our fingers, but it doesn't ever quite work. And the third and final aspect of amateurs is that they put forth efforts that are impulsive half measures that really only amount to part-time work. In other words, amateurs are not putting in the work. They are irrational, believing that their small efforts will actually amount to great success. But their bar is too low. They are living far below their potential and then wondering why they don't experience the success that they long for. In other words, amateurs are amateurs. They're beginners. They're newbies. They are putting forth a little bit of effort. They're putting a lot of their stake in hope and luck. They are ultimately living in the short-term, irrational, emotional, distracted state that says, this is what I've got to offer, knowing intuitively that it's just not enough and it's not what qualifies as being a professional. Having said all of that, That sounds harsh, right? If I just described an amateur to you and you thought, Jeff, I think you're beating me down. That's pretty intense. Here's the thing. We are all amateurs in something. We all began as amateurs. We are all going to continue to be amateurs in a number of areas of our lives. We're not going to be pros in everything. And I'll get more to that point in a bit. But let's just pause for a second and acknowledge the fact that being an amateur is part of the journey. It is part of what it takes to go from that state into one of a pro. And so to turn pro is a decision and one that we'll get to here where we are actually making a profound transformation from a beginner to an experienced professional. And that's a big transition and one that can happen for you in many areas of your life over the course of many years. But to clearly define what it means to be an amateur, to understand that state, to understand what that might look like in your life in a variety of different areas will help to clarify for you where you actually are. And that level of self-awareness will then give you the tools you need and the information you need to then make a decision about what your next move should be. And in some areas of life, that might mean you pause and, and remain an amateur on purpose Whereas for other areas that matter a lot more, you'll make the clear decision to go pro. And that's the goal. And to be a little more clear on what we're discussing here, I'm going to quote from the book here from Stephen Pressfield. His book, Turning Pro, is a a short read, but one that will take you from that journey of a beginner, an amateur, to actually making the choice to go pro. And here's how he defines what an amateur is. Stephen says that the amateur is young and dumb. He's innocent, he's good-hearted, he's well-intentioned. The amateur is brave, he's inventive and resourceful. He's willing to take a chance. Those are good aspects, right? Besides being young and dumb, uh, you're innocent as an amateur, right? You're a newbie, and you're willing to take risks and move forward. It may be the case where those risks do not turn out well, that they backfire on you, but that's part of the journey as well. And so what we're trying to do here is to acknowledge this state of the amateur, to embrace it, to understand it fully, 
so we can then make the move to go forward. So let's do that now. What does it mean to turn pro? Well, ultimately, turning pro, as Stephen defines, is that it is a decision, a single point in time. It is not a process necessarily. The actual turning pro component is a moment in time. Now, the rest of, the, of your life after that decision will be different, will be a journey, will be a lot of work. But the decision to go pro is a singular choice you can make right here and now. You know, the episodes of my podcast end every single week by me saying, you have the power to change your life. And when I say you have the power to change, I mean the power of choice, the power to choose your life, the power to live differently. And yes, you can begin that fun journey bright and early at 5 a.m. or later in the day if you want to, but the choice is still yours. The power is still yours to make that choice to go pro and to do so right here and now. And when that happens, here's the fun part. The rest of your life is then better for that choice. Will it be challenging? Oh, yeah. Harder? Definitely. Rewarding? Of course. That's the best part, is that the amateur experiences consequences for being an amateur. The pro will also have to sacrifice and experience consequences and sort But really, it's much more intentional. It's much more of a decision. It's much more of a, I choose path A, knowing full well I am not going to choose path B. And therefore, I get what path A provides. And I'm going to not experience path B on purpose. And those kinds of decisions are what define you as you grow older, as you make these wiser choices, is choosing one path over another for specific, well-intentioned reasons. So the fun part with all of this is that you can do this right now to make those decisions to choose the better path. And then when you make this pivot, your habits will change, your choices will change, your plans for the future will change, your relationships will change. Could be your career, your location on earth of where you choose to live. All of these things can and probably will change because you yourself have made a decision to change. So the first major aspect of turning pro is doing so on purpose with a decision when you're ready. And I emphasize when you're ready because there's a a pretty likely chance that if you have not made that choice up to this point, there may be some growing to do first before you do. You may need to take stock of your life to really kind of figure out when you're ready for that choice to be made. Because when it happens, your whole life will change with it. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. 
Now, here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. The second major aspect of turning pro is facing fears. This is the one that hits home for me more intentionally and more purposefully and more powerfully than all the others. We'll get to some other aspects here as well, but this aspect of fear is so obvious to me. Maybe this in this season of my own life, maybe you're going through similar things where you have been facing fears or been not facing them on purpose. Pros will face their fears head on. Amateurs will run from them. Pros still have fears, but they have the courage and rational thinking to know that life is better when their fears are tackled directly. And that's the goal is that you make that pivot from the amateur to the pro, and as part of that process, you acknowledge, here comes the fear. I'm going to tackle it head on, address this thing I've been avoiding, be willing to do the hard work, uh, to do what Brian Tracy recommends, which is to eat that frog first thing in the morning, right? wake up at 5 a.m. and do the thing you don't want to do right away. Or to do what I've been doing recently with the Wim Hof method is taking cold showers every night. I shower at night, and as part of that process, I've been doing a cold shower at the end of my usual warm shower, and it is profound. I also do a cold shower after I use the sauna at the gym, which is is profound as well. I'm facing the fear of just being cold, which, like any other fear, you realize it sounds silly on paper, and when you actually experience it, the fear is not nearly as scary as you thought that it was and that you have more power and more of an ability to face these things than you think you do. And that now, all of a sudden, the cold shower is no longer a thing that I fear. It's a thing I'm excited about. I'm all of a sudden ready to take a cold shower even right here and now because I know how much better I feel when it happens. And so I want more of it, not less. I want to run towards it, not away. And that's a profound change. Imagine if that was the case for you with the fears you have in your life right now, whether it be relational, financial, career-wise, whatever the thing is, if all of a sudden, instead of saying, I'm going to avoid that thing like the plague, your whole life has shifted and you're saying, bring on more of it. I can't wait to get started yet again. 
I want to run a marathon at 5 a.m. I want to tackle my sales goals at work. I want to go do these things that are going to change my life for the better. And I know that it will. And I know that when I take these things head on, wow, look at that transformation. The third area of turning pro is habits. Lots and lots of habits. Um, If you've heard this podcast in the past, you know that habits are the core of what it means to have a 5 a.m. miracle. That waking up every single morning on purpose, the time that you choose, is a habit. It's one that you can improve with time. It's one that you can then expand upon, add more habits to it. And the pro is going to do that. The pro is going to understand and value systems and habits and to embrace those in a way that says, these are the things that will change my life for the future. I will see small itty bitty results in the moment, but then the compound effect kicks in over time and these habits produce phenomenal results down the road. Just like saving money and compound interest kicks in or working out at the gym slowly but surely over the course of months and years, you grow muscle and you're bigger and stronger. The weight loss then falls off. Your energy skyrockets. Habits then take you to a whole new level because you're committed to the long-term benefits of what those things can provide. Pros are aware of their habits. They tweak them, they improve them, and they abolish their worst habits. They are intentional when it comes to the daily life they live. Because your habits are revealing of who you are more than anything else. Your habits actually will show you your true self, for better or for worse. Right? If you take a cold shower every day, that might reveal a good aspect. If you eat the donut every morning, it may reveal a bad aspect. Whatever the thing is about your life that's true, it's true in full. The good and the bad. And so when you acknowledge the habits, acknowledge the value they provide, you can then improve them and eradicate the bad ones and bring on more good ones. And things begin to get better day by day. And the last major component I'll discuss for today on Turning Pro is that work defines the pro. Work is at the centerpiece of what it means to be a professional. Not working at your job necessarily, but working on what matters. Because pros do what needs to be done. There are no excuses. They are prepared. They are patient. They are willing to fight and sweat and bleed and do the work until it is done. And that means acknowledging the hard work, acknowledging the boring work, acknowledging the work you don't want to do, but you do it anyway. The pro does the work anyway. The amateur just procrastinates. The amateur postpones. The amateur runs, hides, and avoids. Our goal is to be the pro, to face what matters head on and just do it because we know the results of doing the work. We get to check the box, okay, but we also get the reward and the benefit of what that work provides, which could just mean you paid your bills on time. It could just mean you ate a decent meal and not the bad meal. Whatever the thing is, you do the work. You do what needs to get done because you know you're better for it. The pro does the work, which we'll get to a whole lot more in the third part of this series on Stephen's book, Do the Work. But just know that's a huge aspect of what it means to turn pro. Now, for this last section of the episode this week, I want to readdress my episode for this podcast from eight years ago when I first discussed this book. When I first discussed it, this was years before most of my career actually really took off. Right, So eight years ago, I discussed turning pro, I discussed being an amateur, but there was kind of this unspoken assumption that I had already gone pro. 
had I eight years ago? Did I actually make that decision back then? Yes, I did. I had made the choice. But there's a catch. This is not as clear-cut or as black and white as I would like it to be. And so let's discuss the nuance here. So first, where I went pro. Eight years ago, this is back when the podcast was first getting started, back when my brand was first being established. And in the last eight years, a lot has happened for me and my brand. Um, I went pro, from my perspective, in podcasting, in writing books. I published two of them, in public speaking, in coaching, now I'm pursuing voiceover. Uh, I have built major systems in my business. I became a dad twice. But lots of areas of my life, I went pro. I bought a house. I moved. Uh, lots of big things took place that are professional, mature decisions, things that have improved my life. However, and here's where things get interesting, I did not go pro in every area of my life. In the last eight and a half-ish years since this podcast launched, I have not run a single marathon. That's going to sound weird if you know my backstory, which is that I essentially launched this brand from this perspective that I am a trail runner. I'm a marathon trail runner, a plant-based marathon trail runner. That was very true of my life a decade ago. And most of those of what that means, being plant-based, yes, I still am running trails. Yes, I still do. Most of that's still true. And I essentially went pro years ago in the health and fitness regimen of my life, eating really good uh, foods and running lots of ultra marathons and really taking care of my body. But in the last 10 years, that has not been my top priority. So am I still a pro? This is an interesting question because, because if you had asked me 10 years ago, Jeff, are you a pro in health and fitness? Like, is that a professional endeavor for you? Are you taking that seriously? And the answer back then was yes. The answer today is no. And that really bums me out. <laughs> it really frustrates me because I love it so much. But I also know, as I just mentioned, these other priorities in my life, my business, my kids, my house, my wife, these other things that I care a lot about, those aspects of my life have my full attention. And you can't give your full attention to everything. Sacrifice is part of the story. You're not going to be able to be a pro forever in everything all the time. We can't do it all. We might be able to do a lot of things over a long period of time, but we do not have the ability to functionally do everything all at once forever and ever. But we can pursue things we care about. We can make the choices to go pro in areas that mean the most to us while acknowledging intentionally on paper the things we're going to give up the things where we just can't give our full attention for now. We live in seasons, and in these seasons, certain aspects of our lives and careers become our top priorities, and those things get our full attention, our time, our money, our energy. And then when that season ends, the next season begins, and we reshift our priorities. We pivot to what matters more now. I hate saying this in, in large part because I want this to be true, that we can do everything at once. Like I'm dying to be able to say that I can be the old Jeff and the new Jeff and the future Jeff all at the same time. The best aspects of all those versions of me all at once. But it's not true. It's not going to happen. And so this idea that we can't go pro in every area at the same time, that going pro is not a catch-all for everything, means that we have to make tough choices. We have to sacrifice. 
And when you're able to do so intentionally with each season that shows up, you are then able to move forward in the most intelligent and thoughtful way possible with the one that acknowledges reality, but also the one that acknowledges ambition and the possibility of pursuing more because sacrifice does not have to be permanent. I don't have to say that I'm giving up my marathon running career forever. Oh no, it's going to come back. I'm committed to that. But it's not the season now. I mean, as of this recording, I have a three and a half year old daughter and a three and a half month old daughter, right? I have little kids, right? They, they get my priorities right now. They get my attention right now for me to leave the house and go on a four hour long trail run. It's just not going to happen right now. And that's fine, but later it will. And so that acknowledgement of my season and that acknowledgement of your season, where you are, that will change your perspective and allow you to make the mature decision on what's next for you. So where are you now? What is your next move? Are you still an amateur that's desperately in need of a transformation? Or are you a struggling professional who needs to realign your habits to become your best self? Or maybe you're a seasoned pro who has fully embraced this shift years ago and now you want your next big challenge. Regardless of where you are in the spectrum, there's always room to grow, there's always a new season to be had, there's always a mountain to climb. Let's get to that. And for the action step this week, of course, read Turning Pro. Stephen Pressfield is a master of words, but he has also lived the stories he tells. Turning Pro is a short, eye-opening book that will challenge you at your core. I view this book as required reading for everyone, so don't miss this one. JeffSanders.com slash 433 is the place to go for the episode notes, and also subscribe to this podcast at JeffSanders.com slash subscribe or in the app you're using right now. That's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life, and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen Podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.